0: Welcome back to Your Mental Health Matters. I, as I say before every episode, because I feel it's so important, um, this space is for all of us to be able to share our experiences, share things that we've gone through that we've learned about ourselves to help others. And I, I always feel like what you can learn from somebody else can really go a long way in helping you as well in your mental health. So I'm really happy today to have my guest, Nancy hello mm-hmm. so I you the first three episodes i was messing up on like introducing my guests so now no, I, you
1: are improving you are developing your you know your pattern you aren't messing up you're working on what you're gonna do
0: That's what you're okay. thank you that made me feel slightly better <laughs> but if you could if you can introduce yourself before we sure. get started
1: sure so hi um, my name is nancy enriquez um I don't know what to say, what else to say. I'm here. I got invited by Ish. Um, We met somewhere on the scene. I found out that he was a photographer and then we connected on Instagram. Um, I think the reason I'm here in this call is because I joined the previous one and it was great. So this prompted another one. So here we are.
0: Okay. And and the first question I ask every guest before we, we, I mean, as we get started, is how are you? Hows everything How's everything going with you
1: How is everything everything is everything it's you know <laughs> it's a lot. I feel like I'm in a space where I am coming into a lot of information about life, um, coming into a lot of information about myself, about others, and you know I'm, I've been on a roller coaster of emotion, but overall you know, I'm, I'm here. So that means I'm mostly stable
2: um, okay. in terms of my, you know, <laughs> in very terms very of my stable.
1: physical very health, stable. I'm good. Like, I'm feeling strong. Um, I'm, doing, I'm doing well, and I'm glad to be alive. Definitely.
0: <laughs> grateful to be alive. And I'm, yeah. happy, and I'm happy that you're doing good. Because Thank especially you. in this time, I feel like I'm, the amount of times I've said in this time, this year, I mean, it's, but it's right. A, that's it's valid. A lot. It's a lot, and that kind of segway segway into the conversation we are we're gonna have today about the the top the topic. When I named it, when I said it takes resistance, um, resilience. Mhm. I was literally in the Uber, and I you know like when you just have that moment when you just think about everything. Mhm. <laughs> I, I had a, I had a quick think about everything, and I really just. When I thought about all of it, I was like, "You know it's really resilience out here, like right. if your resilience ain't great, a lot of these things can really like like break you to a yeah. point where where you, you will feel lost or anything and I think it's very important that if you understand resilience, if you understand your resilience, that you share it, that you share where you how you got to that point Definitely. so when I was thinking about it, I thought of three main points. I thought of internal resistance, um, resilience. I keep saying resistance. I don't know why.
1: I mean, um, (laughs) let's see. Maybe there's a reason you're using resistance too. Resilience. So let me just jump in. Let me interject. Let me try to figure this out. So I looked up resilience, right? It's the ability to recover or adjust. That's what the dictionary That You can have resilience as a person like uh, bend but not breaking, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're saying resistance, which is similar to resilience. You know, you have that kind of Force that keeps you from, you know, fully going in whatever direction. So, let let your mind like, do what it wants. Like so resilience, but resilience and resistance. <laughs>
0: resistance is gonna come it's gonna come around in this conversation. I, I got like, you. I got I'm you. already saying that, but with resilience, I thought of internal resilience, external resilience, and social resilience. Like yeah. that's kind of the categories that we all will find ourselves in, having to maneuver through mm-hmm. if you're trying to with your um, with your friends with family with relationships with work with your career your business those are all the type of resilience you have you have to have to be able to right. be successful in those things so my first question to you is when you think about resilience was in 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 your life as you learned it what was the first i guess experience that made you understand that like okay this is going to take my resilience to get through this
1: Oh my gosh. The first, I don't know, man. The very first, um,
0: I will not limit it to rice. the very first. You can, Okay, you I'm can gonna,
1: I, I think, go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. Go ahead. If you have an answer, go ahead.
1: I, th- for me, the one I would say that's the most like obvious to me is always going to be, um, my weight loss journey. So for that, it took a lot of, and resilience is perfect, a a lot of mental resilience. Like I had to make it up in my mind. Like I had to make that decision and I had to stick to it. Like, so once, I mean, you realize almost like immediately, I think, because if you don't realize immediately, then what are you doing? Like, at what point do you realize that you need to be resilient? Like I realized immediately, like you have to stick it through no matter what, no matter if I'm feeling down, no matter if I'm feeling up, no matter if it's raining, if it's snowing, whatever the case is, you still got to keep going, like, at the end of the day, because I think resilience is important just to get through anything. And because life is a journey, and we're never getting through, we're always going to need to be resilient. So once we realize, it's like, okay, in everything, I need to have this and everything, I need to do this, because that's the way that I can
0: stay tough and just keep going. Darwinism, <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> so, if you if you were to dive into like like in regards because part of resi- part of having resilience, there was moments of like patience. Like, yeah. You have to have excellent patience to be. Yeah. I think like that's an at- that's an attribute you you have to be good at. If you if you know how your mind is and know how you want things to be, you have to understand. The moments of patience. So how are you? With patience?
1: Horrible. Absolutely <laughs> horrible. I am probably one of the most impatient people that I know, if not the most impatient. And like, I think what it is, is, as with everything, we can put our desire in a certain location so i can put my patience here like i can be patient when i'm dealing with my five-year-old cousin but when i'm dealing with my 30-year-old cousin i'm like what are you talking about like get to the point why won't you just finish the story But with the five-year-old we're sitting there and they're like and you know and we went to and um but then it's like with the adult i have no patience i feel like i distribute it like where i want it's kind of like i can be patient if i want to be patient but i feel like overall i i have this like new yorker spirit this like whatever generation i'm in x y z just that want to get it done want to get through it i don't want to wait like and if you can't do it let me just do it because like i don't have time to wait to tell you about it like
0: uh, keep it going like let's just go I, let's go the, the way i can connect with that because there was a there was a time where i was where even to myself i was like i'm patient but like there's just some things that's just like oh, i'm right, fine bro like I, <laughs> if you can't do it i'll just do it right and it's not that i'm not I just feel like I, I can just get it done and we can just yep. move forward. Mm-hmm. And then, But sometimes that's gotten me into trouble as well, where it's been moments where it's like, uh, you didn't need that right then and mm-hmm, then. You actually right. needed to be patient. Me so, too. <laughs> can you think about an experience where that was the case?
1: Um, where I definitely needed to be patient? Um, there have been things like, let me think of something simple. Like, I don't know waiting for the train let's say I can't even remember. thankfully praise God I have not had to take the train since March <laughs> I've not been on a train but from what I would like remember you think like I'm waiting for the the A train um to go down to I'm in Manhattan trying to go downtown to Brooklyn but then the C comes first the A says two minutes but the C pops up so to get on the A and get there I can probably get there 10 minutes faster but because the C is here I'm like damn let me go now. Something else happens i'm ready 20 minutes late because the sea got extra stops then there's an accident and i'm like damn if I had just waited two minutes and like two minutes more patience i would have been at my destination but here I am trying to rush things and then it didn't work out
0: <laughs> always but that, and, and that's the that's the thing like how do you that that is like a like a, a simple thing that you do learn from as well that like c- can shed light on a lot for you right. but it's like there are moments i feel like it all mental health like in our mental process sometimes, there are moments where it's like, we know. Like, you know, you should've just been, you should've just waited. You know, yeah. you know. You should've
1: listened yeah. to the whole the whole situation. You should've heard out all of the whatever. And it's yeah. like, at the end of it, you feel you feel silly because you're like damn, if I had just given it an extra second. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's the thing, it's like how, in the process, I feel like a, a lot of ways, if I'm even speaking personally, like, I always say in my early twenties, like I'm getting older or something, but like in my I early twenties,
1: it's a. I feel like it's a difference from twenty one to like twenty six, even twenty seven. There's a difference from twenty three to twenty eight. Like I, there's it's definitely it's a difference.
3: You can say that.
1: You can say your early twenties.
0: In my in my early twenties, I definitely found moments where it was like, yo, you can you can apply patience right here, but like, yeah. it's just that. As you said that I just I, I wanna get it done. But in yeah, some moments yeah it works, but you have to kinda of be strategic about it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and I feel like in resilience sometimes when, when you're when you're trying to be resilient to a thing, it's also sometimes that discomfort that mm-hmm. like on what like there is a moment where it's like <laughs> bro, I don't have to be doing this.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. But you understand
0: <laughs> You understand that you can't go that route. That you can't. And patience, I feel like is is a great. If you if you have that, you will always be able to kind of be like, you know what? Maybe I'm. A, my brother once told me something. I was I was asking him about like patience, and he was like, "Yo, honestly, what I what I do in my mind is very simple. I like I know if something is getting me to a point." that if i'm doing it i'm in discomfort and and i may not do it accurately Mm -hmm. so he was i just always remove myself from that position Mm -hmm. and that thing is still there i i can still go back and address that thing or whatever it was but i remove myself from the situation Mm -hmm. and then i come back and he was like i do something as simple as i literally will watch a movie just to get it just to get it off my mind
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and then i'll come back and i feel like with resilience another type of attribute is like that that calm and the chaos. Right. Like how do you how do you handle that? Like like if you were to really dive into your, your mental, how would you say you handle that? But you need to be calm because and it's fucking chaotic <laughs> all around you.
1: I <clears throat> I would say the way that I currently handle it is a work in progress. Let's just start there. Okay. Um I'm I'm really good at also doing what your your brother said, just removing himself or yourself from the situation, whatever it is. If I'm in the middle of something negative, I just want to get out of it. I just need a second. I need air. I need to put on my headphones. I need to go. I just don't want to be like involved with the whole rigmarole. Um, sorry, my camera. But yeah, so when I'm like really upset, like you know, getting, I guess you know mentally overheated for like a better uh, no better example i i have to like listen to music i have to have a glass of water i just have to try to disconnect from the feelings which in the moment is a lot harder than like i'm making it sound like it's i feel like i wasn't taught to be honest i wasn't taught proper ways to diffuse like my mental it's difficult for me uh definitely i feel like i wasn't taught how to properly deflate like, I just, once I inflate, I have to, like, get outside. Like, I have to go go for, like, to get fresh air. Like, I always feel, like, especially if, like, let's say something as simple as an argument. Like, if I get into an argument with someone, if I'm having, like, a, in, in a negative situation inside, I have to, like, get outside. If I'm outside, yeah. I have to get away from the person. Like, similar to, like, your brother. I have to just, like, remove myself from the situation. But I haven't learned ways to diffuse it right then and there. And because of the fact that I removed myself from the situation at that point, when I'm removing myself, I'm also removing my mental and my emotional attachments to it. So now when I'm back, I don't, I don't want to talk about anything. I don't have anything to talk about because I'm finished with it. I've, I've used that time to dissolve, to resolve or, or whatever you want to say diffuse, but I haven't given the other person a chance because in the situation, I can't, I can't communicate. Like I, my communication is leaving. So now when I come back, I have nothing to talk about. So I haven't really developed, well, I, have, I won't say that. I'm working on actively communicating better when I'm in a negative space, basically. Yeah. I'm working on communicating better when I'm in a negative space. And it's something that's been hard for me because, one, I avoid negative Confrontations. I'm not a confrontational person. I do not like it. I'm not a fighter. I'm a runner. Like, I do not play with any of that stuff. <laughs> so, whenever something negative comes up, I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm definitely flight. Like, I'm out of here. So, because of that, I don't have those. I feel like I haven't really developed those skills. So, it's either I'm not getting into the situation or I'm leaving it. And I, I can't yeah. diffuse it then and there. So, that's something I'm definitely trying to develop still as a skill. Like, Something I feel but like I wasn't
0: taught. What I what I would ask you is being able to, being able to say that number one is, is that's great that you're able to like even notice that and see that Thank that's you. something that you want to change because I have found that although you can there are situations yeah the step away is actually really needed but yeah. there are other situations where that step away is just you're you're not really. You're just defending like it's a a defense you don't need at that yep. moment. You can you can you can stay there. You're intel you're intelligent enough to handle this situation.
3: Yeah, you can do
0: it. And I feel like if I were to ask you, if you were seeing what you just said, what what steps do you think you would be you need to take in like getting better at that?
1: Um, I think I need to be more conscious of the situations I'm in because a lot of times I just dismiss negative situations. Like I don't even entertain them. So I don't give myself a chance to work through it because I don't want to. I already, I'm just like, oh no. Like if I feel some negatives coming up, I'm just dismissing it already. So I have to, I feel like I need to be more present to be able to understand my feelings and to be able to communicate exactly that. Just communicate period, like to communicate. So yeah, I just need to be more conscious in those types of situations. I'm like, I have to force myself to do it, like because I, you know, habits. You know your habit. Like you can easily go into your habit. You have yeah. to willingly do the opposite. Like you have to literally make yourself do what you need to do. Like, and that's what I have to do.
0: And if things like that. Once you know that about yourself, I always say a, a, a lot of things that we do. Sometimes we, we like put a timer on ourselves. Yeah where it's like, yo, you learn this now, it serves you for the rest of your life. You got to learn it right. (laughs) Don't try to speed through this learning. And that kind of goes back to where resilience, it's part of it is like understanding that I can't speed through this. I have to be in here, like in the moment, in the present, and making sure that I'm aware of what's going on. Meaning that part of like, I feel like true resilience, which we're all working on, by the way. It's not like somebody's just, like, we're all working on it. Part of true resilience is just being able to see mm-hmm. the situation and never be, never, you know, in your mind, you can never place yourself in a situation where you won't know what to do.
3: Right. In the sense
0: that, like, either you need to walk away, you understand that, or you need to approach the situation with like right. what you mean. So, I feel like that's a part of, like, in the calm, like, when you need to be calm in the chaos, I was watching something that said it's it's literally life. Life doesn't get easier. You just get stronger and more resilient. <laughs> That's like it's not like oh That's life right. get easier. It's just no. You just you need to get stronger. And once you get stronger, you see the things that you have inside of you. You see the things that you can really manifest. And part of that, what I was watching was like it's truly being resilient and finding peace. And yeah. peace transcends in the sense of not just oh when i'm in a dispute no when when my when i go outside and i got a ticket on my car when somebody clearly just did some mock i won't say some crazy some crazy and you just have to like in that moment not flip out like the react response times like 10.
1: yeah
0: and i feel like it's hard to get there because in this world that we live in like it's sometimes just made to gaslight you like just to make you go and it's like you really have to learn that control so how do you how do you how do you balance that with yourself learning having that control
1: um i think it's kind of a case-by-case basis so it, it yeah it's definitely situational um i don't know i don't really have an example to give but in terms of me using my resilience to remain in control again i feel like you just have to make that choice like i i'm i'm like just realizing like i'm like this is my life like you know (laughs) (laughs) as weird as as however as that may sound like i'm just realizing like you know i'm here like i'm part of all of this like i'm a consciousness like i'm all of this i'm you know i'm not really this physical thing but I'm here in it. And it's like, no matter what's going on, we have all of these things that uh, clearly are plaguing us right now in the media in terms of just yeah. social injustice, all of these murders and things like that. And it's like, you know, even social media kind of is used as a tool to feed us an emotion. You know what I'm saying? So you have to have that mental control to say like even sometimes my friends send me things i'm like "Mm, i'm not watching this today like i'm not reading that right now like this time is not that time like you know what i'm saying you have to have that control over whatever you kind of feed yourself into or whatever you feed into yourself because that will also play a part on your mental resilience on your your resilience overall because if you continue to maybe break down yourself emotionally over a certain topic you can get sensitive like we were talking about before you can get desensitized to it you know at the point where you maybe don't even care as much about it maybe you don't even want to participate in whatever the case is but it's like overall we have to be the ones that are controlling whatever we decide to do whichever direction we decide to take and that resilience is always with us regardless once we know that we need it it's always with us and however we exert that is totally up to us
0: I feel like I, compl- I completely agree with that. And I, I kind of see it as well as I once read somewhere that, like, with God, if whatever you believe in, you believe in that to bless you and everything, mm-hmm. is you're the manager of your life at the end of the day. Right. You manage how this goes. So, and I'll definitely for everybody, I can, I, I hope, I'm, I'm, I hope that this is something I can say for everybody that like in our mental space where sometimes it's like you understand you're the manager and it's just not going the way you want it to go yeah. or you know <laughs> um, like it hits you it hits I'm I, I still know I'm the manager and I'm yeah. doing this why am I doing this When I it's always we know and that's the yeah. thing we have to access and be resilient about to go there because the There then goes to other places we probably did not even think about. And that's how that other journey starts because it's the journey of figuring out your mind. I I read somebody say, it's like, you got to make up your mind. (laughs) Like, yeah, change your mind.
1: That's a fact.
0: You got to make up your mind. Like an an indecisive mind state does nothing. Of course you're
3: sitting in neutral.
0: Yeah. Because it's like, even if you have a, I was watching a sermon, I was like, even if you have a, a foundation, there's always going to be cracks because of that indecisive mindset. When yeah. you have the mindset where it's like, yo, I've made up my mind. This is how I'm going to do it. When you're building your foundation, it's always going to be strong because you're yeah. always going to be aware, mindful to like, I'm not, I'm not about to go ahead. I'm not about to think this. And yeah, you've made that, your choice already. Yeah. And that takes resilience. So I segue into thoughts because it's the thoughts is where it starts before it gets to the emotion then it gets to the action it gets to the habit it gets to what whatever it then just becomes so like how are you with like like thoughts like like being able I think. to hmm?
1: I think sometimes yeah no <laughs> well, no
0: i mean i mean more in the way of like you know your in your mind when it's that negotiation or mm-hmm. you know what to do and it's like you're really focused on it, it's like how do you Maneuver through that, like when that thought hits.
1: Is there a certain
0: yeah, scenario? Is there the, a
1: certain, on a certain topic or a certain situation, or just?
0: Yeah, yeah, more in the in the sense of what I was watching. What when I was like looking at stuff for resilience was like when those negative thoughts hit you, mm-hmm. and when you come out of it and you realize that you never needed to dive into it. <laughs>
1: That's so annoying. Yeah. Um, so as a regular human being, like, let's just say, um, you know, I don't know, let's say, let's say my career, for instance, there are different things that people like, you know, feel negative about, but a a popular one is like their career. Um, so I don't do what I want to do, but I also don't do what I studied in school. Mm. So (laughs) what I'm currently trying to do is, um, full-time personal training. So I'm studying to uh, get my certification and get taken care of all of that. Um, what I wanted to do, what I thought I wanted to do was marketing and sociology. I mean, everything kind of ties into each other. So who knows really? Um, but I feel like currently I'm like, Oh man, like sometimes I get into that headspace where I'm just like, Oh, this is, this isn't where I thought I would be like, you know what I'm saying? This yeah. isn't what I even studied to be doing granted life takes you in any direction which is such a beautiful thing and it's such a blessing because you don't even know sometimes how it will change for the better just based off of something very random
0: those women are beautiful yeah absolutely (laughs) absolutely so i'm
1: not yeah i'm not upset about it at all but like sometimes you know you get into those head faces you see like your old classmate and they're like you know buying their fifth home and like on their Four and a half baby or whatever the case is, and it's just like, you know, I'm still not even exactly where quote unquote where I should be, you know. So you're kind of fighting with a negative, but I feel like to counter counteract that, you know, hit it with a one two, you have to go back and really look at your, your whole repertoire, look at your resume, look at not even the physical and what you can see, but also the mental ways that you've grown, the, the yep. things that you once did as a child that you no longer do, the things you no longer entertain, the places you maybe no longer go to, just ways that you've grown as a person, as an, as a human, like as a a, a, a part of this world, like I think you have to consider like oftentimes i look at my relationships with the people closest to me and just think about how they affect my life and how i affect their life based on you know what they've said and what they've shown me and it's just like the sum of of you as a person is so much more than all the negative things that we're looking at like because it's although it's our life and it's about us there's so many people who just would feel completely different if god forbid we weren't here tomorrow you know what i'm saying yeah i had to knock on wood real quick um so, yeah, it's just like there, ne- there's negative energy, there are negative thoughts, there are negative forces, but overall, we're so much better than that. We're so much bigger than that. Yeah. Um, I'm saying that right now, and I'm thinking of the fact that sometimes I'm overwhelmed with negativity, but it's just like you have to continue to say it. You have to continue to speak it onto your life and speak it into, into the world and just, you know.
0: Affirmations are really important. Good.
1: Facts. Thank you. People, Thank you.
0: I, I feel like that's, I feel like, it's still a lightly said sentence like people don't really like do it as much but
2: mm-hmm.
0: let me tell you affirmations are powerful that's right it's a very important tool to rem- it's it's literally you're talking directly to your unconscious mind you're telling yes
2: it. <laughs>
0: yes it's yes. not telling you nothing you're telling it like it, that's just what it is so like it's important to being because especially when the doubt hits when the and i always say part of being rebellious because in life, you know we're human. It happens. Yeah. It happens where you can doubt yourself. It's just how you come out on that other side. So it's nobody. No, I never look at. You should never look at somebody and, and be like, oh, if they're in a rut or they're doubting themselves, where you're just like, oh, not get. No, try to figure out how to help right. them get there. Mm-hmm. Because it's like if you if you know this person is great, they're gonna they're gonna be great. But we all get into that tent in that into that mm-hmm. space sometimes, and part of it is like resilience, I think the most important thing is making sure you don't compare yourself mm-hmm. to anybody. Like it is in the age, it's, we live, it's harder
1: than it sounds because there's so yeah, many people out that, here. I was, I was
0: gonna dive into the social media age that we live in, and the way it's set up, and the way it's aesthetically thrown at us and thrown at everybody. It's like. That's a sentence that's like really bro, how bro? There's so much out there. But <laughs> I I always say it's that's the important thing for the mind. Like when you don't when you're not looking at something else or thinking, oh, why don't I have this? Or always in that mode sometimes, even if it's a sometimes thing for you, where yeah. it's like always oh, in that mode of I should have. It's a waste of Brain, pop, like brain power, like yes. And it's the way, and it's one thought leads to another, which leads to another, and you never even needed to have it. So it is mm-hmm. that time not wasted because if you learn from it. But it is that time that you didn't need to to do anything. So right. are, do you do you agree with that? Like, and would you say like you you're a person that do not like you do not compare yourself to anybody?
1: Please, I so I try. As I'm sure many people do but I feel like it's kind of not to say that it's inevitable but it it has its good and it's bad Um, because for instance I I'm a personal trainer so I I train clients so to some extent I am not to say better but I have more knowledge or maybe better in skill that's why I train them so when I try to get someone to train me I only look for someone better in skill who can train me because yeah, which I is, which is right. like, that makes sense. So I'm if comparing. I wanted
0: to hire a photographer, I'm,
1: I'm hiring.
3: the best I'm one. Just, yeah. like, the best.
1: Right. right. So that's the same thing. Like I'm I'm comparing basically and I'm comparing my now because of training, I'm comparing myself to my trainer. So my trainer has to be better than me. So to some extent, I'm still doing the whole comparison thing. Um, in terms of like everyday life and social media yeah like you know unfortunately all of our brains are washed um we're all thinking that there's a certain way that we should look that there's a certain way that we should be and if we don't look and if we are not that certain way it's unacceptable it makes people uncomfortable it like you know brings people to to question you and and why you feel okay doing things and it's like i mean I think it's human nature to compare yourself to people, but you can't let yourself be engulfed in the comparison. You can't allow the comparison to lead your life. Like you Mm -hmm. still, I think that you should always compare yourself, if anything, to your past self, to your previous self, you know, to your not as developed self to your not as strong self not necessarily to these other people because you will literally never be any of these people so it's just like i'm wasting my time comparing myself or like trying to look like or trying to sound like or trying to do my hair like or walk like or whatever and i'll never be this person no matter what you know you'll be you and whatever whatever uniqueness you have so it's just like Comparison is, what if you say it's the death of something? I don't know. But comparison is not healthy <laughs> um, it's, it's, in most it's, cases. It's okay if it's controlled, but, like, in most <laughs> cases, it's just, like, a, a mood killer. Like,
0: no, I think it's it's one of the, the worst things. Like, I re- I read somewhere that it was, like, that's the worst. That's one of the worst things you can do to yourself. Oh, yeah. Like, like to like literally like you're comparing yourself to your like to somebody else like you're right. an individual and that's one thing I always think about like and if we move to like social the social part of the resilience and thinking about uh if we go to this country that promote it which is a capitalistic country that promotes that individualism type mind frame like you can you get it and you can make as much this, there's no ceiling supposedly mm-hmm. and it's it's hard to get it's hard to get to a point where you have a, a society that's pushing into individualism and then has all of that, right? And then tells you, hey, don't. There's no there's nothing there for you to to help you in the fact that like I'm trying to be an individual and all of this is out here. It's not it's it's not me and up. It's like the setup the setup in the social norm is like you really have to have a a social resilience to things to yeah. understand that like. Hey, I'm yo. That's cool. Not for me. Like yeah. I, did, like I, I did this thing once where I was like, I wanted to stop saying yo. I don't like something because in my mind I was just like, I, maybe I just don't understand it. Like okay. I'm not putting that negative, yo. I just don't like. I used to be one of those people like, I just see some. If I don't like, I don't like it. That's it. It's <laughs> but it's not. It's because it's. You never ask your question. Why don't you like it?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: like what, what about it didn't make you like it like burning right. from that aspect of it and I think if we're talking about social resilience especially with everything that's going on right now I feel like 2020 is like your resilience has been tested
3: <laughs> continuously
0: over and over and over again and I, I thought of an analogy where it was like everyone is in different places and like their journey with yeah. it with being resilient, but something happened that hit everybody at the same time no matter where you were. I agree. So, <laughs> so it's like how like <laughs> how do you stay resilient? Like I want you to answer this. Like, how do you stay resilient in this time from the different things that have happened this year?
1: Um so recently I'm trying to get more into things that I enjoy. Like, I feel like with the government-imposed quarantine, we were forced into a pattern of life that we were not prepared for mentally or physically.
3: Not at all.
1: Um, Totally got thrown into the left field. (laughs) And because of that, like, a few things happened. Like, I lost my regular routine. So I was like, you know, just doing things differently. I was used to turns out that not only do I like to work out, but like it's actually my hobby so like people have hobbies like my I have a girl who who knits like I know people who um uh, like it doesn't matter make different crafts and things like that, but like my hobby was actually going to the gym so now i didn't have to I didn't have my hobby to do, so I'm like really? home all the time, I can't go outside and like I can't do my hobby because it's not not like an indoor hobby, so I'm like so what do I do? So for a while I was kind of like going crazy with the fact that I felt like I lost control of like my routine and I'm like losing my mental resilience now because I'm like, how do I have my like joyful release like I feel like everybody needs to have that thing they do whether they write maybe they sing in the shower dance naked in the mirror you know cook whatever the case is I feel like there's like a happy release you get those endorphins and whatever it is that you're doing so I was able to get that for a little bit so I was really like going crazy and I felt like a cage bird like I mean I can't leave my crib like I can't go outside I can't do nothing so thankfully like the world started to open up a little bit, um, whatever that means. And I, like, started bike riding. So that was something that I love to do, and, like, the super free thing to do. So I kind of got, like, myself back. But for a little bit, like, I lost my mental resilience in terms of losing my literal physical controls, like, over my life. Like, yeah. I couldn't control what I was used to controlling, and it slightly drove me crazy. Like, I feel like I, all of us went, like, a little bit crazy. Like,
3: With- Forgive me if I'm wrong, definitely.
1: but it was, it totally threw me left field. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, why can't I go outside? What is on my face? What is.
0: <laughs> no. no, and part, like resilience is also like that being able to just like do what you want to do that makes you happy. that like you're comfortable doing it. Like, they're like, it's a joy to do it. And if yeah. those things get interrupted, like, it definitely shifts. That that's the thing. It's like our resilience is has to be great with shifts. Right. Like p- part of it is like how you adapt to things. Like how you that's go, right. how you literally adapt from one thing to another. If you just have a crazy day that had like ten things in it, how did you adapt through all that to say like, I'm still coming home. I did those ten things, and I'm chilling. Right. And I'm chilling. And it's like you have to be able to create a space for yourself in your mind where you, you understand that, yo this shit may happen. I'm going to be good. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happened with, with everything going on. If I'm just focusing on the pandemic right now is like, we all now need to understand that like, this is something we should work at. Don't forget about it. If everything just comes back, Mm -hmm. understand that like this one was major. Like it was one of those, like, Nobody else lived through a pandemic, so we can really throw major on it. So it was major. So it, if you can overcome this one, I, I definitely think your resilience will increase, obviously, and your mental yeah. health being un- able to understand, because I'm very proud of everyone, because everyone being able to come out of this, being, but it's now about don't lose what you learned in that. Because what you right. just said is very important to say out loud, but to understand that there's not mo- there's there's now work to be done.
3: Mm-hmm. Now you have
0: to understand how to move in your ship, like in ships, yeah. where you don't lose your mental resilience because that's something that should never waver. That's part of that indecisive mind. Not saying not saying that I lost you, but like where it gets you to there, where it's of like, course. yeah, it, you have to like always have a point where it's like, I'm just not going that far with it. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. That's that's part of the journey.
1: Exactly, it's a learned behavior. Like I feel like, like a, maybe the first time it happens, the second time you realize it happens, the third time you're like, oh wait, hold on, let me see if I can get this down. Like let me see if I can figure it out. Like you know what exactly. I'm saying? So, everything is a work in progress. Definitely.
0: Not for sure. And I had when I was thinking about like external resilience. That was the last. One we didn't speak about. Mm-hmm. I was thinking in in the sense of like boundaries, in the sense of not allowing distractions to like as like Drake would say, "Do you win?" Like, mm-hmm. how do you how are you with boundaries? Because there are, there are certain situations where it's like people could be testing your boundaries, and you have to have that resilient mindset. to have that like, hey, no, I'm setting these boundaries.
1: Um, I think I wrote something down. I'm looking for it. Um, so I think that obviously you have to give your own boundaries. You have to set your boundaries, whether that's physically, like I remember when I first left for college, my mom said not to let anyone or don't answer my phone after 10 o'clock. So she was like, don't give anyone access to you after 10 p.m. And then, like, you can answer your phone, like, after 8 in the morning or after 10 in the morning or whatever. So that's kind of a boundary that I'm setting for myself and to everyone else. And that's actually something I still practice to this day. There are only some people who, like, can get through my phone after 10 p.m. because it's like, you know, I have to give myself that time where I don't necessarily want to be in external communication with people like if i choose yeah. to be on social media or be still be on my phone doing whatever the case is that's fine but i also have shut out the incoming i'm like just knocking off all of that and i'm making sure that i'm good because I, if i don't set boundary for people they're going to be coming left and right whenever they want to and i maybe i'll never be able to kind of have that moment for myself because i haven't given it to myself
4: yeah. so there's
1: that like physical actual boundary and then there's, like, maybe, like, you know, things that you do at 11 p.m. Like, Alexia. Yeah. <laughs> that's, no, that's good. I think, yeah, I'm, like, somewhere between 10 and 11, I think 11 on weekends and then, like, 10 on the weekdays. So, um,
3: <laughs> <There's time slots. laughs>
1: you got to switch it out. Give them a little extra. Yeah, switch it out. But on the weekend, oh, a little no, more different.
3: Calling
0: you was like, oh, wait, today's Saturday. Then. No, but Sunday
1: <laughs> night, you should going into Monday. So that's back to 10. So it's really a Friday, Saturday. It's like, like a work schedule over there. <laughs> hey, but you have to set your boundaries. You have to kind of set mm-hmm. your availability, just like your work schedule. You Definitely. tell your boss you can work X amount of time because you have to do this whenever. You have to set your time to do these things. Like okay. some people work off a of, I love checklists. I love lists. Like they are lists all over. And I I'm have to, to cross better. out. I got to check them off because I know that it's done. Like some people don't work like that. They could just remember it or whatever the case is, but I have to see it. And it's the same way with like putting yourself here, putting people there, putting like even boundaries in terms of information. Maybe you, tell one friend one thing you tell another friend another thing you told your mom this but you told your dad that not that you're being secretive or keeping things but you're there are categories and there are boundaries that you set for each relationship for each person for each situation and that's fine there's a block that you'll stop on when you get to a certain place there's a, a you know what i'm saying there's a park that you'll go to there's a, a a a beach that you will and that you won't visit it's just like you set your personal your physical internal your external boundaries and i i think it's totally necessary because if you don't then Everything
0: is just going to be chaos. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think i i I've always been, I've always kind of thought like with boundaries, like I feel like everybody, people need to respect other people's boundaries and people mm-hmm. need to respect their boundaries.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good
0: one. Like the thing sometimes it's like, it can, it can be somebody not respecting your boundary. And your, mm-hmm. But there are also times where it's like, you're not respecting your boundaries. Creating like, and that's why I've always felt like boundaries are the most important thing. Like for me, that was something that probably came like about four years ago, where I understood that, like bound. I need to set boundaries. I was just mm-hmm. I was just this person everywhere. But I, like that. What was that doing?
3: For yeah. So,
0: but it's, like you said, I definitely understood. Like it's not secretive when you tell somebody. Yeah. It's what you choose and how you choose to maneuver in this relationship. It's it's both ways and oh your
2: cat is yeah. <laughs> he's trying to get in he's like why
0: am i talking sorry boo <laughs> and i think healthy boundaries definitely helps in that journey of resilience like when yeah, you're definitely. when you're trying to like always be on point and everything you don't have to worry about and that leads me to the other thing about external external resilience distractions mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about distractions because you're you've kind of understood like i i know how not that you're controlling, but you just know how you, you work. Set your
1: boundaries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you
0: understand. You those. set it up for yourself. So, what? You, what distractions? Like, how? How is like? Do you get? Are you easily distracted in the sense of when you're setting your boundaries, or if even if you're trying to have this resilient mindset, and then something happens, and then you go for that? I guess that would be like impulse. Um.
1: Uh. No. Yes, well, yes and no. I feel like yes and no. Um, I'm going to say mostly no, because if I'm putting a boundary on something, it's fully intentional. So I know. So I'm making sure this is this is what, uh, okay, let, let me say, give an example. Um, I don't know. Uh, my, my parents, like, let's say my mom, I'll talk to my mom about all of my doctor visits from my dentist, from my dentist doctor, from the dentist to my podiatrist, foot doctor, I'll only talk to my dad about my financial situation. Now I've set boundaries for each of my relationships because there are things that I want to discuss with my mom. There are things that I want to discuss with my dad. I don't think necessarily um, it's an issue with either of them. I think that this needs to be done because if you don't, then maybe I feel like you'll just slip into like too much information and too much feedback. Also, if you give yourself, if you give yourself too open of access, you, you allow too much open feedback for every situation, for whatever you've set apart. If I've told my mom about my finances and about my doctors, now she has all these things to say about me when I only wanted to hear about this one thing. and, And same for my dad. It's like, you have to give each person kind of, I' would say a role, but yeah, just set that boundary you have a I, you have a capacity to help me here, and you have a capacity to help me here. I have a capacity to help you here. We have a capacity to help each other here and and that's it because' that's healthy
0: living though because nobody nobody nobody's stepping on each other's toes nobody's right, creating right. Unne- unnecessary emotions that do not need to be created right. like, it's, exactly. it's, or- it's actually it's order, and if something was to be if something even came up, there would be a way to address that, because there's been a just like an understanding already right no I don't I think like somebody once said like with with your resilience as you grow you learn new things about it because you're going to gain those experiences like unfortunately sometimes being a a really amazing resilient person means a lot of emotional like emotional turmoil like for you to, like, really be able to understand every situation for what it is. So, when you think, when you think about what I just said, like, things happen, have you experienced those things that,
1: that, that, that happen? Totally. So, it's, it's, like, funny because, it's not funny, it's, life and it's It's the universe, and it's (laughs) the earth, like cute (laughs) aliens, Um, yesterday I was in a very challenging situation for my mental resilience, like it was very challenging for me, and what I realized in that situation was that I have to, I don't, what did I realize, I'm trying to get to the to the crust. Take a moment. the meat. Um, Right? What did I realize yesterday? I realized that just as we touched on before, in terms of comparisons and just like, you know, knowing yourself and things like that, I realized that nobody will ever no you no, no no i realize that nobody will ever be you like that seems like a very simple and like duh thing to say like you're obviously you but like really because people don't understand that your not only your situations make you as a person your thoughts you have thoughts you have feelings about things that you don't share your feelings about things that you do share it's like a very your life is a very personal thing it's yeah. a very interpersonal thing because we share with everyone. Thank God that we can meet all these people and love all these people. But it's a very personal thing. And people don't realize that they will never understand what it is to be you. Like, it's just, it's a feeling. And it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's weird for me to say because I no, can't. I, <laughs> I'm just, I, I, I feel, feel like I'm not saying know, what I'm trying to say, but. I was just letting you go.
0: I think you were saying that. You were saying All right.
1: I hope I said something. I hope y'all got. You said something. Oh. No.
0: no, No. That, that, that's something that like every, everyone should understand, though. like for even for themselves. Like nobody's ever going to understand what it means to be you.
3: Yeah, what it feels like. That is
0: a sense that that can come off like obviously, but it's also an affirmation nobody will ever understand what it means to be you. Like you're you bro. Like you're you. <laughs> there is no one else. I've always found that to be like yo, that there are moments where I'm like I'm just not I'm not, I'm not I'm just not there. And sometimes that's what I'm grateful for. I'm like yo <laughs> like I wouldn't trade I wouldn't trade this money for anything. Although no we've been through it. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. That's I'm right. bro, I really, I really, like, I fuck with me, thank God. So it's like, you have to get to that point with your resilience where it's just like, yo, nobody's going to understand. I'm going to create relationships that I'm going to allow vulnerabilities to be there yeah. to give them understanding. Not, And that's what I always say. You can't require somebody to just know you. Like, that's your job. You yeah. know you. You always give you give information for people to know you,
3: okay.
0: and that goes into like vulnerability, is being able to choose those moments of vulnerability that are that are right as well. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess if I'm like if I if I have like the last question, this last question is always like a personal question for me because okay. I, it's like if you were to advise if you were to advise somebody else that somebody's. I just like heard a whole lot. But if you <laughs> if you were to advise somebody that's like currently dealing with resilience, like their resilience, they have a strong resilience, but it, it sometimes wavers and sometimes there are doubts that come in, they they may not be setting proper boundaries, they may be getting distracted, all the things that we talked about, what would you tell them to focus on to like just make sure they keep going?
1: To improve your resilience, what would I focus on? What would I focus on? Okay, so I wrote a note here um, because you had sent me like a few things. We had discussed a little bit on Instagram, and there was something that said uh, faith and resilience, and then ability was like one of the keywords. And I wrote in terms of you, like your ability is really endless, right? So I, and I put in parentheses, except your physical body. But then I had also put your mind can overcome your physical limitations. So you are actually endless. Like you as your possibilities, your capabilities are endless. You can do whatever you want. Right. But then you're like, how, like I can't fly for instance. But there are these guys who were like, okay, so we don't have wings and we can't fly. Let's build an airplane. So now like we fly. So it's like, Although you can't physically fly, your mind is able to overcome your physical uh, incapability. And now you can still do that thing that you once couldn't have done. And I think that's really important to just know and to remember because a lot of times, like, like we discussed, we feel negative. We get down in a rut. We question ourselves. We have doubts. And it's just like, we really are endless. We really are limitless and we can do whatever we want as long as we really want to, as long as we have that resilience, that is what's going to build the resilience. Just knowing your capability, knowing that your willingness is going to be effective and that it'll allow you to do whatever it is that you want to do within your means. You know what I'm saying? Don't let me limit you. You can do whatever you want to do. Quote. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, compl- I I completely I completely agree. I even add to that, like, understand, like, you have a capacity. God gave you the capacity. When that sentence, I will never give you something you cannot, what you cannot handle, is true. Because no matter what's going on, it's in there. You have it. You can access it. It's hard. It's hard work. But you, if you go through it, it's a rewarding, it's, it's, it's it will be a rewarding life for you and others, the people you influence. So I just want to... I do want to open up, open up the conversation to everybody that's on the call. Um, I wanted to, I just want anybody to say, hello, like, if you want to say hello. And if there was anything that we discussed that you like would want to dive into, So I know your was making a comment about the like access to 10 or 11. Yalexia. You hear me? Yeah, when did you, when did you develop that that sense of like I'm only I'm not picking up the phone after ten?
2: So it's crazy that she mentioned that because I've been practicing that since last year. Good. The, the thing about it is that it's crazy because I've been having conflicts with that. I've been going back and forth on it because I've realized that other people also operate at weird times like 12 am 1 am when they want to confirm like a shoot or some shit you know mm-hmm. like that's when they want to ask oh do you want to work or blah 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 and i've been going back and forth on it because it's like i don't want to lose an opportunity but i also want to respect myself and the time that i set out for myself so it's like at this point it is what it is i still cut that time off on of myself I- and it's I think a,
0: it, it just. But what it sounds like, it can it both. You just create a strategy for it, where you understand that I'm respecting my boundaries. But if he, if the photographer does hit me at twelve o'clock, this is a this is a this is a work this is a work hit up. I'm I'm gonna respond. Yeah. But anything else, you're disciplined enough to say I'm not doing that. If my friend hit me up, mm-hmm. and that's just because mm-hmm. that's the time they operate. The time you operate is ten, right? So stick to you. Respect right, right. your boundary, not not their
2: boundaries. Right. Well that mm-hmm. just helped me put everything yeah. in perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. That was great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I totally felt you, girl. You gotta, Thank you. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta cut shit off. Like yep. set those boundaries. Respect yourself because you mm-hmm. need time. Like you need time to replenish and all of that good stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hundred percent.
0: No, it's very important. It's very important. Does anybody else have any questions? On my other episodes, guys, like I wasn't asking questions at the end, so like I, I really wanted to ask if anybody has anything they would like to say or a question for me or Nancy. We'll give it like one minute and we'll close it out.
3: Questions. Questions. Can you hear me?
1: Hello? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I joined a bit late, um, but um, the only part I heard from the I guess, the speaker, was her saying that she had to create uh, boundaries for herself in terms of what she will allow in And I think that's very commendable. I
3: just agree. I too, and like take that and apply it to my personal life. Yeah,
0: I think... I- even you saying that, I've never, I've, I've, never really ever thought of that either. Like, I need to set the time. But that is really commendable that you guys <laughs> do that. Because what your lecture said, I can connect to it because I know people who are out for that ask for a time, and right. sometimes I'm those people that i like, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I forget it to happened.
1: <laughs> it. happens. It it was just so funny because I, and I thought it was silly at the time. I was like, why is my mom telling me when to stop? Like talking to my friends like why would but now that i'm fully an adult big adult it's just like that makes sense because you need to yeah. do that you can't be available all the time it's literally not healthy not for yourself for your self-respect you, you can't do that yeah
0: no. sam do you have sam you have something
4: to say how are you with boundaries sam oh
0: can you hear me
4: yeah I yes. you. all right so um i didn't really have much to say about boundaries but the resiliency part i think One of the things that will help or like, you know, to help you be consistent and being resilient, whatever you're facing and just remembering whatever your end goal is in the beginning, you know, Mm -hmm. and thinking like, I can't, I can't stop. I got, I got to get to this point, you know? So using that as motivation as to whatever you're going through, you know? Yeah. And just thinking ahead, like, if I, if I stop now, where, where, where I'm going to be? in the next year or so, as compared to if I kept going, you know? Am I going to hit this this target goal financially, physically, you know, or this goal of starting a business or whatever it may be? So I think your goals have to be that important to you in order for you to get through whatever obstacles comes in the way that, to, like, try to waver your resiliency. So, yeah, that's my spirit on that. Nah,
0: bro, I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree that sometimes in the process, right, in the process of whatever you're trying to get into that goal, the distractions come in that make you lose sight of, like, yeah. that end goal. Like, I always think, Some sometimes the things that allow me to, is, like, that feeling I had when I had that idea that I wanted that. Yeah. That I, 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 <laughs> what yeah. I, and it's, like, it's very important to remember that. And I know a lot of us sometimes be forget because the situation, yep. the circumstance, you, then life, and then yo, and yeah. then you get to a point where it's like I'm still trying to do this, but you're still doing it without the end goal in mind. You're just doing it because it's part of when you're. You always have to do it with the end goal in mind to, to have those moments of gratefulness when shit is not going according mm. to according yeah. to so I definitely agree with you
1: Sam yeah that was great Sam that was yeah definitely
4: definitely another thing is like on that journey for like to be resilient is oftentimes like something happens and then you just get comfortable in that situation and you don't necessarily pick up our shit and like start to go harder all the time you know you you get complacent it's easy you don't want something to happen I think, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. I think it's just important yeah. to to recognize that. Like, yo, what why am, am I doing? Like I, I said, I was going to do this. Even I like I go through it sometimes, which is a whole quarantine thing happened. And I've been home way more than usual. Like I'm usually in a different location and I'm home and I'm comfortable. And it was shit, like I was supposed to like, my example, I was supposed to be like reading a book each month and I just got home and I just been comfortable at home. And I have been doing that, you know? Yeah, so I kind of, you kind of like threw me off balance. Like I'm not being resilient in terms of what I set my goals to be. You know, I, I just being complacent. <laughs> this is where I'm at, you know. That's right. So, and, yeah. and that
0: they say that's about the comfort, like your comfort zone, right?
4: It's like yeah, exactly, uh, exactly.
0: Me, me and Sam, we went to the same church as as kids and everything. And so one of the things, one of our pastors used to say, like our oh, youth pastor, he used to say like, either you make the change. Or God, God will make the change. So that's about making sure that, like, when you get too comfortable, you understand that, like, you need to keep going. Yeah, You need yeah. to, like, God is always going to be with you in that because he sees your works and he has the results. But if he wants you somewhere and then you get too comfortable, usually he, he's there for you. So he will get you there. But you may not like the way it happened because mm-hmm. you were trying to be comfortable. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: So nah I definitely agree, Sam. Yep, yep. And for any I, I feel like I saw Lavar join the call. bro, the majority of the conversation we had was in regards to resilience, internal, external, and social resilience. Do you have would you do you have anything to share in regards to resilience? I don't know if you
5: if you heard me heard you, I just didn't appreciate being put on a spot like that. I think I have. Submitted. Oh, my fault. Well, no, you don't have to answer, bro, 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 no, bro. It was
0: a general question. You see, people, questions are yeses or noes.
5: That's nah, cool, that's cool, that's cool. Don't worry about it. I, just saying, like, I didn't mean, oh, I didn't appreciate that. But it's okay. It's a good conversation.
0: Wait, say that again? I didn't hear you.
5: Okay, I, I, you clearly you just want me to say something. So I'm gonna <laughs> speak on um, resilience. Um, I think as of right now, I feel like I'm currently in a state of resilience um, in terms of, you know, being, as an artist, you know, I think a lot of artists have to deal with resilient, being resilient often because, you know, it's always unexpected when you're gonna get your next check or, you know, if people are ever gonna appreciate the art that you're putting out, you know, you're, you're being extremely vulnerable. And sometimes you might put something out and you might not get the response that you want, but you can't let that deter you, you know, from oh, like that you really are passionate about. think artists often have to do on a day-to-day basis and having, to, you know, uh, building themselves back up when they may have days where they feel like they suck or they're not the greatest. So that's what I have to say about resilience. Now I'll
0: tell you, it's, and it's an everyday thing as well it's like it's not just something that you get and then yep. it just works for you and everything is it's an everyday thing that the thoughts will come up but you have to pick yourself back up nobody can motivate you the way you can motivate you yep. and even if you're not seeing those results as long as you keep going and you keep getting better two plus two equals four you'll get there you'll get there so I I just want to thank every single body that like logged in today. I want to thank Nancy. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, thank you. you
0: so much for coming yeah. on, like and sharing your experiences, sharing your time. And again, I want to thank everybody that that came on. Your mental health matters. And if there's nobody that wants to say anything else, I'm gonna say until next time,
1: guys. <laughs> until next time. <laughs>
0: Until next time, guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank
3: you so Take much. Take